Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are super excited to be with you today, and we have an amazing guest with us, Alicia Cristal. Hopefully I got that right. It t- I only got it wrong about five times before we went on air. Um, today, I've also got uh, my amazing co-host, who as of yet has not kicked the bucket. Super excited about that. His name is Jonathan Dinwood. He is the founder of MailRight. Jonathan, uh, why don't you start? And then Alicia, will, each of you will tell, say a little bit about yourselves, and then I will end by doing the same. That's great, right, Robert. Yeah, I'm really look, looking forward to this discussion. Um, basically, I'm the founder of MailRight. We're a online digital um, agency, but also a product. Um, we've got an online app that we use the power of Facebook to get quality leads for you, but it's much, much, much more than that. So go go to MailRight, which is mail-right.com, learn some more, and maybe book a free demo with me. Over to you, Robert. Actually, it's, uh, we're going to go over to uh, Alicia. Alicia, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? My name is Alicia Crestall, and Alicia. I'm. A, you got it. You got it. It's a hard one. I'm a realtor and a coach, and I basically help moms be better at real estate and do the most amount in the least amount of time, so they can spend time with their family. And I have three little littles: eleven, nine, and five. Wow, that's. Yeah. Uh, I, I love how focused you are on a specific type of real estate agent. I got to tell you that I'm incredibly excited about getting into this conversation because uh, we don't meet, John and I don't meet a lot of people willing to commit and double down to serving a very specific type of audience. And I believe that's where most of the success can be found in, in terms of digital. Like if you're trying to help somebody the more specific you can start off, the, I think the better it's going to be. So anyway, you're real specific. You're mothers who are selling real estate who, and, and how do they do that in a time efficient manner? Am I, am I? Yep. And not let it run your life. Yep. And I mean, dads get help out of it, but my goal is to help the moms. Got you. Um, just give me a second here. I'm writing the introduction. So ladies and gentlemen, for those that don't know me and maybe for you as well, um, uh, my name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of Inbound REM. I have made my reputation by doing uh, SEO and inbound marketing inside the real estate space for 14 years. It's been my good fortune to, to work with some big names inside the industry, but really I get off on helping people that don't get enough information about real estate systems, about real estate lead generation, or about real estate SEO. You can find out all that info on my website, inboundrem.com, and it's all free. Um, so go, go knock yourselves out. So, um, Alicia, Alicia, Alicia. Okay. Alicia, Alicia. So why are you, you do all these amazing things for how, and I did check out your YouTube channel. Like I spent a little bit of time there. So, so I've already looked at some of your videos and I, I have an understanding, but if you had to say, what the number one problem facing mothers who are selling real estate is, what would you say that problem is? They are doing a lot of crap that they don't need to be doing that's on their schedule and it just should not be done. And people are telling them a lot of ways to do things and they haven't given themselves permission to do it their own way, which is different than if you don't have to care for kids. It's just different. Okay. 
All right. Um, so the way that I heard that is that getting bad advice would be the number one of one of the top problems and then not having advice aimed at their specific niche. Is that, is that a, Taking an advice from people who shouldn't be giving it to you? Okay. That you All wouldn't right. trade places with. Gotcha. So yep. when you started this journey, why don't you tell us how you, this is a very specific thing that you're doing. Do yeah. you mind if I ask you how you got to be doing this specific thing? YouTube or helping moms? No, 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 no. Like, how did you, I understand that's where you're doing it, but yeah. how did you, like, when did you decide to do this? Like, what was your journey to say, oh, I'm going to go help mothers who are selling real estate? Well, I was a mom who had three kids at home and I was the, the main child caregiver. I was the stay-at-home mom. And I was working in a six by six closet and I decided I got to switch things around because my husband's job was in question. So I turned it around to be the breadwinner for the family and still made all my kids games, all my kids stuff, had an amazing life and net over six figures. And now I have two businesses and built two brands. So if I can do it, I know other moms can do it in the same situation or anybody could do it. You don't have to be a mom. But. Gotcha. Gotcha. But essentially where this came from is you were, were faced in the same dilemma. You were, at, you were a breadwinner. You, you had children at home and raising those children and, and giving them the, you know, uh, the proper care was obviously important to you. So you had to figure out how to do all this simultaneously. Is that right? I did. I had to okay. figure out how to do it all. And then my husband actually left his job. So I'm the sole income earner for the family. And I beat my head up against the wall enough that I have figured out what works. John, over to you. Yeah, sure, Alicia. Um, like I was saying, I've been looking at your videos and one one that I, I wrote down about three or four that kind of gelled with me. And I think one of them, what what is the imposter syndrome and how can you combat it? Um, use it to your advantage. I thought that was a really, because I think a lot of people in industry, especially the first couple of years, really feel that. So you got any insights about how you overcome that? Uh, yeah, I've had to make it my friend. It's like the worst thing when you're looking over your shoulder going, man, I hope I don't get found out or do I really suck at this? And I just have been lucky so far that when you push stuff down, it bubbles up and busts in your face. So I just am now like, I see you. I, I learned what the brain does with that. I understand that it's trying to protect you. And now I'm like, dude, I see you, imposter syndrome. You just come along for the ride and let me give you the actual support, of, support information to show you why I am able to do this, why I've done this in the past. I give it physical written information and stats of what I've done before. And I just tell it to come along for the ride that we've got this. Yeah, I understand that. But you got any kind of tips about how you, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to reflame this and he's typing away, uh, um, how you really deal with it. Is it just, is it just the mental side or is it, does it die down a little bit after you've done your first couple deals, do you feel? Or do you, does it kind of go away and then erupt again and it goes away and then it comes back again? It goes away and erupts again, and that's how it works. Every time you do something successful and you meet a goal, it's telling you, you might not, if you don't do that again, don't get too upset. Like, it's trying to protect you. So the more success you have, the more it's going to bubble back up. And that's the case for me. Like, even me, I'm like, who am I to tell moms what to do? Well, because I've done it and I can show them. Who am I to list this house and tell them what they should sell it for? Well, because I'm good at it. That's why. 
the more you success you have, the more it comes. All right, that's great. Over to you, Robert. So in terms of the methods that you've chosen to share your wisdom, that's always a deep fascination with us in this show. It's a, it's a topic that we, that we constantly circle back around to. And honestly, I think it's probably the way that John found you in the first place. So you're doing all these things and you decide to leverage YouTube over other channels. Is that a correct assumption or what, what was that? Why did, you cho- why did you choose to do it the way you're doing it? I chose to do it because I didn't want to spend a lot of money and I didn't have a lot of time. So it was out of necessity. And what I wanted to do is I know it's based on people, branding, and time. Those things, if I get those maxed out, then that's what's helped me do this with a little bit of money. YouTube was because it's free. And I knew that I could see someone else who mastered it and I could learn it. And I didn't have time to fart around and figure it out on my own. Face, I also do Facebook and TikTok and it's the same way. I do things... You're saying that, but to me, it seems like you must have a deep pool of inherent like talent It could because you're saying, hey, I didn't have time to fart around it and, and learn it, but I'm looking at your videos and on one, I'm watching them. They've got proper thumbnails. They are tagged the right way. Like there's all these things that you're doing on them that an amateur would not do. So like you're, you're sitting here going, oh, I didn't have to learn it, but you learned something at some point. I can tell by looking at your videos. So, I didn't learn it the hard way. I've always invested in myself. I was willing to get a coach in real estate and also with YouTube, like Sunny Leonard Juicy. I paid for her $5,000 course up front because I didn't have time to mess around and just figure it out. I needed someone to say, this is the way it works. Go do it like a pro. Awesome. And so do you feel, I I don't know who that is just so that you know, so I'm not trying to plug them. I'm just curious to know because- we had a show last week, which was a professional athlete who turned into a very successful real estate broker. But interestingly enough, he carried this, this professional athletic mind into the show where he believes so deeply in coaching. So that's what's leading me to ask you this next question, which is, do, do, you, do you think now that that was a good investment? A hundred percent. And I had a lot of people telling me that, that, what are you doing? Like, why would you do this? Including my own family. Totally worth the investment. I've made my money back. So, you, so you're, you're a believer in, you, you called it investing in yourself. I'm going to say coaching, but you're a believer in, in that. Like finding a mentor, I'm going to call it a mentor. You, like whether you pay them or not, you're, you're, you believe in finding a mentor and learning from them and skipping all the arduous trial by fire. Yeah. Yes, as long as it's the right one and you're not going to take advice from someone who's never who you wouldn't want to be in their shoes. Got you. So what is it? Is it forgive me for not knowing this? I never did actually kind of figure this out when I was on your channel because I was mostly just watching your videos, but which weren't really declaring it. Is it it are you selling something with your channel or are you just giving out the advice for free? I'm just giving out the advice for free. I have a program called Mother Hustler Business Makeover that I've sold before. It's not being sold on there. I just want, my mission is for kids to have better lives. And I know that that's through the parent. And my way to fix that is through this channel. I'm a huge fan of you. I I feel roughly the same way about my channel. I, I do get some business from it. My objective, though, is to save realtors tens of thousands of dollars on bad decisions on real estate tech. And that's legitimately my first goal. There isn't some other mission hidden in there. I just want to help. And is that's if I'm hearing you, that's what you're saying about this channel. 
thousand yes. percent. Will I make money off it? It's, I don't even have ads on it right now, but will I have programs on it at some time? Yes, but the the mission is huh. it, there are too many agents paying too much money and the industry making too much money off of them buying shiny objects to not have stuff like this. John, usually you start making noise when you want to when you have something out. So do you do you want to throw in? Yeah, just um. Because obviously, uh, Alicia, uh, I thought one of the great things is that recently we've been a bit top heavy on the male um, expert agent, and it's always great to get a successful uh, female uh, agent on the show. So, um, what what was like last year? What was your production? And then maybe um, you could also. Um, give us an outline on a couple of things that you think the female agent that has children has to understand so they can achieve success in the industry. I know that that's that will probably bleed over into the second half because it's a big question, but I just wanted to put that to you because that was one of the main reasons why I invited you on this show to get your specialised insight which I think would appeal to a lot of our listeners and viewers. Say the second part again about the pushback on what? Sorry. Um, give some insights about uh, based on your experience on a couple of things that might help the female agent that's got children so they can be more effective. Gotcha. Um, so I made about 160 net last year, and that was a little bit of coaching and pulled back on real estate a little bit but I'm an active agent and, and coaching. Um, and for the pushback for the mom is they're, they're literally trying to put a square peg in a round hole. And um, there's another way, there's other ways to do it. They need the permission to do business the way that they, they like. Moms are very caring people. They have huge foresight about problems before they happen and they fix them ahead of time instead of waiting the last minute. And no offense to my dudes out there, but sometimes they just wait and let it happen. That's a huge talent for a mom. I want, they need to have permission to do it their own way, whatever that is. And two, number two is to figure out what the results are. They have to manage a lot of time. And if they don't know what their 20% is, you know, the 80-20 rule, if they don't know what specific activities gets them results, they're spending too much time doing crap that they're not supposed to. So they need to know what that is. So if they did nothing else but find out what their 20% is, they, their business would change. Yeah, I think I, I I think I do understand where you're coming from because I think what you're saying is there does seem to be um, a certain style, a certain way that you're expected to be if you're going to be a successful agent. Um, I know I'm not being disparaging here, but it's kind of very in your face, you know, very um, task-focused, where where a more female mothery approach is it's more about building a really close relationship with the client and getting some really close referrals and um, very much focus on... Um, service level that that the client is would you agree what I'm outlining or do you think I'm I'm waffling there a little bit are you allowed to curse a little bit on the show a small curse word you can go then I'll let you I don't want to make them seem fluffy because we are not pushover fluffy people so it's not all about that but it's we get shit done 
Like that's what it's about. And if you have to know what that is that you need to make results. And a lot of other agents do a lot of stuff that doesn't really get results. It just looks good on their resume. It looks good in their listing presentation. Moms know how to get stuff done. That's what it boils down to. Oh, well, I I think we've got a good lead to go into our break because when we come back, I'm going to let Robert question you about the things that get stuff done. So I think... So we're going to go for our break and I'll let Robert come back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining the show. We're going to go to our break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to the Mailroid Show. It's episode 176, right, John? Or 276? It's 276. 276. I, I, just, I just dropped 100 shows. Who cares? By the way, Chris, uh, uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia, God, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. Um, Alicia, the uh, funny thing is, John was joking with you. He has me on the show, which means it's automatically R-rated. Always. I can't stop myself from cursing. I don't try to. I curse on the phone with my clients. I curse. I've cursed at people that should not be cursed at. I just, I, it's just a, an, I don't know why I feel like it's a more honest form of human language. And so I constantly revert to it. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. Maybe I'm uncultured. But anyway, so we, you handed this back off to me. What was my, you, you asked her about framework in terms of. Oh, you know, Alicia's, you know, she, you know, it's all about, you know, it's the, it's the mother, but not the cuddly, weak mother. But you, you, you've repeated that about two to three times, Alicia. And it's about concentrating on the things that get the job done. I just think on this second half, we should investigate what you think that list of things are. Sure. There's three. People, branding and turning up your volume and time. For the people part, you have to know who you need to spend your energy on. Who are those people? You should have about 30 A's, probably 30 to 35 A's, most important people influential in your life. And your energy should be spent in them. And that's where I get most of my referrals. Your branding, you have a brand, whether you like it or not. I have a brand, I have two brands, and it can help you leverage your business. So while you're out doing stuff with your family, your brand can be doing some work for you. If people know know you as like the crab lady, like they do me sometimes, when they see crabs, they're thinking of me. I'm not even there and they're thinking of me. So that's a huge way. And turn, with branding is turning the volume up on whoever you are. If you're a dancer, if you're like a mean person, if you love dogs, whatever it is, make sure people know that about you and turn the volume so far up, it's not funny. Doing things that you actually enjoy is turning your volume up too. Some people, some moms especially, don't do that because they put themselves last. If you start putting yourself first, you're going to get more leads. And then the other part of that is the time, which is knowing your 20%, who to focus on the people, what branding to do, and how to manage it all. If you do those three things, like your business is unstoppable. Did that make sense? Huzzah, lady. Yes. <laughs> like, it makes a lot of sense. There's obviously a lot of work in there, which is why I'm sure there there is a coaching business to be had but from a from a broad level i deeply appreciate everything that you just said so you got to you got to but i'm i'm going to take it and use my language because hey 
it's it's our show. But it's yeah. uh, you you got to find a vertical, the audience you want to serve. You got to find the important people inside the vertical, which is the people that you're going to spend most of your time and energy with. Which, by the way, I completely agree with you in terms of you find the people that are going to be that you're the mo- the, here. I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase it though. Yeah, the people that you can be the most help to, who oftentimes end up being the most help to your business in return. That's how I perceive it. Because usually we relate deeply to, like, if I can be of service and really change somebody's business, I succeed. But now that their business has changed, of course, there's a huge amount of gratitude because, because they've seen all these results. So in turn, that, that, that largesse, that change, it comes back my way on the, on the backside of the relationship. Does that make sense to you? Well said, and it's a huge mindset shift because people who uh, maybe not have arrived yet, they're looking like, how can this benefit me? And you have to stop doing that. You have to say, how can I help this person? Even if it has nothing to do with real estate, even if I get nothing out of it, you have to trust that it comes back eventually from some source. Have you found that for you, it does that? A hundred percent. And anytime there's any hiccup in my business, I'm like, I bet I'm not focusing on my people. And I go back and focus on the people and everything's resolved. Same here. John, how about you? Yeah, I totally agree that on the, um, like on your list of free things, you said branding. So maybe you can give some, you know, because the whole purpose of the show is to give advice and insights to our listeners. Um, can you give some, some, I, um, key things that you've done to build your brand. Maybe also um, you could talk about something that didn't work that um, that you thought would. And maybe and then a couple of things that you think has really helped you build up that brand that you think is so important. Yeah, I, all those. Um, one thing that doesn't work is when you force it. When you're like, I have to have a brand. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be something. You just got to... F- let it find you or the people will find you. Um, one thing that you can do that's totally free and you could do like right this second while you're sitting on the show is that if you comment or post, put in an emoji that represents your brand. Like I have a crab. So I, you will find me putting an emoji of a crab in almost all my comments so people get to know me. If you're a dancer, put dance shoes. If you like watermelon, put watermelon. It's just one way, one part of branding to get people and they think of watermelon, they're thinking of you. Like that's genius to be able to do that. Like it doesn't cost anything. And then the other part thing that worked, I think really well for me is that I did let the brand find me, my brands. I tried to force it a little bit. I thought these necklaces would be part of my brand. And finally, Mother Hustler found me. And what I think works so well about it is that other people identify as the Mother Hustler. It's not me. It's the mother hustler. It's all the moms doing it, whatever their definition of it is. I'm not defining it for them. And I think that's why it worked so well. The crab for my real estate, I think that works so well because it's local. And a lot of people said, that's stupid. Don't do a crab. Why would you do that? Now it's like, everybody knows me as crab lady, crab lady and mother hustler. Like that's it. So just do whatever's you try it out. Uh, I love it. So uh, on me thinking back, who, who, of the people came with the mother hustler thing. Where did that, uh, was it a friend or was it a client? Where where did that emerge? A, a client ta- hashtag me mother hustler. And I then I'd seen it around a little bit. And then I thought, man, this is going to stick. And then I started talking about it more and hashtagging. 
And then I got a logo, which a logo does not, you don't need a logo for a brand. If you don't have the money, you can do it other ways, Mm. but I did it. And then I got it trademarked and it's rolling. People love it. And they don't love it for me. They love it because it represents, they feel it. Yeah, I think that's, I think that was fabulous insight, not false it, but keep your eyes open and the people you're serving will soon um, identify your strongest elements. So, so you found that. So how have you been, have you been using digital marketing, you know, social media or other forms of digital media to build up the brand locally? And if yes, what, what do you feel has been, that's worked, which might be helpful to our listeners and viewers that are, you know, trying to do the same as what you've done. Consistency, whether it's the emoji over and over again, if you use it once or twice, it's not going to work. I'm on TikTok and I offered these mother hustler stickers that I have like 10 times in different ways. And the 10th time I did it, I had, you know, I thought maybe I'd have five or 10 people asking for them. I had like 700 people ask me for these stickers. Then I had to go order more and do the whole thing. So your message over and over again is, and the consistency is probably the biggest thing. All right. Over to you, Robert. So, you know, you're, we probably don't have all the time in the world to answer this question, but here's what I'm noticing in this call with you. So, so I'm a 35 year veteran of sales and marketing industries. I am what would be considered self-taught. I did not go to school. I, I am a high school dropout actually. But what I've done is over and over and over again, I've, I've read and reinvented myself. I've, I've most of the time taken the shit jobs that nobody wants so that I can learn a thing better, such as digging through other people's CRMs for hours at a time, which nobody wants to do, which is why I'm the only guy that doesn't. But so, so that's me. You're showing a lot of skill and aptitude for a person who's self-identifying as I'm a mother who stays home, but now you've got two brands. They are both very identifiable. You're, you're singing a lot of high notes about branding and about marketing. But here's my, here's my curiosity. How did you get there in the first place? Like you're, at some point, you were just a mother with kids at the house. What inspired you to say, I'm going to hit the bricks on and get on this road? Was it necessity? You just had to do it or, or die? I mean, what was it? My mom gave it to me first, right? My mom had me two days after her 17th birthday and she, she got pregnant on purpose to get out of an abusive situation. So she was always, if you want it and you're not happy, you go do it. Like, that's it. So I got the drive honest, right? Like it's in the genes. And then it kind of out of necessity. I'm a driven person and I, I knew it, it could be different. And I, and I knew a lot of people were wasting a lot of freaking time and I didn't need the amount of time that I saw people farting around at the office and not anything like I knew that I could do it and still have kids. And a lot of agents, even mom agents told me, well, good luck doing that. If in, you have to put your kids in daycare in full-time daycare, cause it'll never happen. And I was basically like, screw that. I'm going to show you how it can be done. And this is how you do it. That's what really lit, lit me up because she told me that I couldn't do it without putting them in daycare. And I did it. I love it. I love it. I don't know how John feels about this, but I find that a lot of a lot of motivation for d- driven and determined people happens when people start telling them no. Like with me, it's uh, a lot of people told me not to open up a marketing company compete, competing against guys like Zillow and Trulia. And I, I was going to do things in a different way. I talk about long-term 
and everybody, everybody in my space, every single company, no exception, talks about short term. So everybody's telling me realtors won't make investments based on years. They got to make their investments based on months. You're going to fail. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to fail. Watch. And so that's, so I did, I did half of, sorry, John, you can delete that out later. <laughs> I, like I'll just, half, make sure, I'll just got to make sure it's, um, it's registered as explicit. Otherwise Apple gets very upset with the show. Um, really? What do they do with Joe Rogan's show? Well, they're, they're fine and launch market is a, if you don't, you disappear, um, you don't, you disappear, um, from Apple's rankings for a couple of weeks. Um, really? Yes, they don't. They uh, um, they want it. You know, if if you don't mark it explicit, it's got to be child friendly. So you, Robert, I didn't know that. No, okay, well, you're teaching know. me something every day. Well, we're we're closing in on the the end. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, Alicia, are you okay for staying on for another ten minutes? We call it bonus content, um, and they'd be able to see the whole interview on our YouTube channel, but. Um, yes, let's wrap it up, Robert. Back to you. All right. So we're going to close down the episode. Did you say yes, by the way? Yes, sir. Okay. So, um, we're going to close down the podcast part for those of you who are listening, um, from all of us, uh, from the bottom of our hearts, we really deeply appreciate you listening to the show. If you could do us a favor though, and go to the iTunes store that you downloaded the show from and give us a review. Do we suck? Are we awesome? That would be great. We deeply appreciate it. Uh, stay tuned for those of you who are going to tune in on video for a little bit of bonus content. We'll, I'm not even going to try your name again. I've gotten it wrong too many more times today. But we are going to talk to the mother hustler who's had amazing insights on life and branding. And we're going to come up with a very clever and creative question to make it worth your time for those extra 10 minutes. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, how can people find you if they would like to? Uh, mother hustler, MH. Search YouTube with my name, Alicia Krastow, or Facebook message me. It's best. Okay. And uh, John, if somebody was interested, how could they find you? Just go to the MailRite website, and that's mail-right.com, and there's a, all the podcasts are on there. Plus, if you want to know more about the MailRite platform, you can just book a free demo, and I do the demos myself. Awesome. And if for some reason you want to learn more about me, you can go to inboundrem.com, which is abbreviated for inbound real estate marketing, because I, like Miss Crestel, believe strongly in having a brand that basically self-identifies. All right. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next time. For those of you who are just going to listen to us, and for those of you who are going to watch us, we'll catch you in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm.